This is Deep Dive. I'm Sui. Many Chinese cities have rolled out reforms on public healthcare systems. In particular, the reform focuses on the outpatient medical insurance, covering people's medical expenses, from buying cup drops at pharmacies to covering major surgeries at public hospitals. Over 95% of the Chinese people are covered by this basic medical insurance. But changes have drawn heated discussions among the public. What are the changes more specifically? Why are some people complaining? What's this reform trying to achieve? For this, I spoke with my colleague Jiang Tao. This episode is brought to you on Friday, February 24th. Uh, so Jiang Tao, the recent development surrounding China's medical insurance reform has drawn a lot of attention. But frankly speaking, I haven't noticed any big change on my life. So could you first tell us what's going on? Sure, Suyi. Before we started to talk about the reform, I would like to provide some background information to you uh, of uh, about China's health insurance system. Actually, China has a large population. We all know that, right?、Mm-hmm. And the percentage of、uh, China's health insurance coverage has reached over ninety-five percent,、uh, which means that over a billion people will enjoy the benefits of the health insurance.、Mm. And so each adjustment in the system is expected to have a huge impact, and we are all the group of people who will be、uh, profoundly affected by the reform. So I think we are so connected to the reform.、Mm-hmm. And frankly speaking,、uh, before covering the story, I was not quite familiar with the health insurance system,、mm-hmm. and、uh, because I barely、uh, visit the hospital and see doctors、mm-hmm. and.、Uh, So that that's the case. But a professor with Central China Normal University named Wang Chaochun, who I interviewed, has helped me understand the current situation about the reform. Because all of our personal accounts are seeing surplus every year, and I'm referring to the gross number. That means this money just stays in people's accounts and is not used for its purposes. The reform was initially announced in April in 2021, and has been rolled out in many places across the country. And the current health insurance system has two parts. The first part is support fund paid by employers that covers serious or chronic diseases,、mm. and the second part is a personal fund,、uh, which is paid by employers and employees together to cover the outpatient bills and、uh, prescribed medicines for minor diseases. And talking back to the reform, so what is the reform?、Mm. The reform actually will allocate a certain amount of money from personal fund to. The pool fund to cover at least fifty percent of the outpatient bills.、Mm. So that amount of money、uh, is actually previously covered by the personal fund, and the pool fund now、uh, will be used by all insured people,、mm. and、uh, which means that all the people will share the money in the pool and will enjoy the benefits of the reform.、Mm. So、uh, when it comes to personal account or personal fund, to put it simply, people get less money in their personal account each month, but at the same time, they are not sure what they can get in return, at least in the near future. So, could you elaborate more about that? Like, where is the deducted part going? Yeah, <laughs> as you mentioned, the direct impact for the public is the、uh, reduction of the monthly income on、mm. their personal account. It's、mm. very obvious because they can see it on. On their account,、mm-hmm. right? So the reform actually is not just doing the math, doing、uh, reducing the amount、uh, on their personal account. As I earlier mentioned, the change will increase the coverage 
of reimbursement of outpatient services as well as the uh, prescribed medicines coverage. Mm. So the lost money, uh, quote-unquote, I just want to put it in that way, the mm. lost money will be used to pay for more coverage. And the coverage can be if you are seriously uh, ill mm. and if you are the elderly group of people, uh, you will visit doctors more. So you are the group of people who will be included in the uh, coverage. Meanwhile, the reform also allows the public to use their personal funds on their family members, mm. uh, such as uh, their spouse, children, and parent. And I earlier interviewed uh, a mother from Shanghai, and she also shared her experience on how she uh, reimbursing outpatient bills on her child by using her own personal account. The balance of my medical insurance account is just an intangible number for me because I barely use it. Now I can use it to pay for the medical expenses of my child, so I can save some cash. And uh, she is quite supportive with the reform, actually. Mm -hmm. And she also told me, uh, it, it is also very intriguing for me to find out that so many people around her actually uh, don't know well about the reform. Many people are asking questions because they're confused with jargons like pooled funds. So they thought this reform meant they couldn't use the pooled funds to pay for medical bills, which is not the case. Who are most likely to get benefited from this reform? Mm, actually, it is a very crucial question. Well, I would say people who are in greater need of medical care are most likely to get uh, benefited. Mm. Yeah, that is also the purpose of the reform. About a figure on medical expenditure in China, mm. people with jobs spend an average of around 2,100 yuan or uh, 300 US dollars in medical insurance funds in 2021, while uh, retirees spend four times more. Mm. And that figure is apparently uh, much higher. Yeah. And uh, obviously, um, the aged group, uh, namely the uh, retirees, uh, will use the collective account more frequent mm. and they will use more money from the account. Mm. And the second group of people, I think, who will get uh, benefited from the reform, I think, is those with serious diseases and with chronic diseases, mm. because uh, they would also go to uh, visit the hospitals often. However, it also triggered a heated debate among the public is that uh, whether the healthy group is at risk of losing their benefits. Right. Based on the, uh, the rules of the reform, actually they are giving away the money to the elderly people and exactly. the uh, vulnerable group. Mm -hmm. Let's take a listen to what Wang Chaoqing, professor with Central China Normal University, has to say on the issue. With this reform, it can reduce medical bills for seniors, especially the more vulnerable. And also, it means resources can be allocated to where they're needed. Figures show around 40% of the overall surplus in medical insurance funds comes from personal account, and among which over 80% belong to healthy adults. Mm. So, uh, according to your telling, the change will actually benefit the vulnerable and the senior. I think this is no surprise. But at the same time, we also hear that there are some complaints among the senior group of people. So, what else are some retirees uh, still concerning about? Yeah, I think it is uh, because many people still do not have... Uh, 
they're not quite familiar with the reform and、mm-hmm. don't know the、uh, what benefits will bring to them. And、uh, for those、uh, vulnerable group of people, when they see in the deduction on their personal accounts, especially、uh, seeing the、uh, gradual declining、uh, curve, the feeling is not good.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, Wuhan resident Zhang Lingling also had a similar feeling. I usually receive over 200 yuan per month, but I was told I will receive 86 yuan this month. But eventually, become supportive of the reform after enjoying the benefits. I have diabetes and high blood pressure, so I take medicines every day. I paid a small proportion of today's medical bill. Sixty percent has been covered, I think. Last year, the new mechanism was tried on over one billion outpatient visits. There was、uh, another reason I want to touch upon is that the reform is still on the early stage.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, which means supportive policies are still needed to、uh, be put in place, and many hospitals and drugstores are not included in the reimbursement system, which means the elderly need to spend more time to travel to the designated hospitals and drugstores to enjoy such services.、Mm. And、uh, for those elderly, if they live far away from the designated hospitals, the process would be very troublesome.、Mm. Those elderly people's、uh, body conditions is not very good, so it would be a、uh, very、uh, troublesome for them and also time-consuming. The extra fees、uh, generated by transportation would also be a financial burden for them.、Mm. So still in the early stage, and also like you mentioned,、uh, more hospitals should be included. Are we going to see more similar changes in response to、uh, the concerns of this particular group of people? Actually, many places across China have already rolled out policies to promote the publicity of the reform.、Uh, take Foshan City, for example. The city has carried out all kinds of lectures and distributed relevant brochures to the public to increase their knowledge on the reform. Well, as for the coverage of the designated hospitals, many places have been expanding the scope of qualified outpatient services providers. And outpatient service providers and upgrading their medical insurance network. In Chengdu, citizens can simply reimburse through a customized e-platform online. And in Wuhan, local authorities have also included over 680 hospitals and over a thousand drugstores into、uh, into its scope of qualified providers. So in the days to come, I think such issues wouldn't、uh, cause too much trouble. I think would eventually be solved.、Mm. Let's talk about general picture. We know healthcare reform is always a hot topic in China. So、um, where do you think this round of healthcare reform is going? Like, what has the previous insurance system been blamed for? So the authorities feel the need to change the situation. Mm. It is aims to improve the medical insurance benefits for the public,、uh, without increasing the financial burden on individuals、mm. or enterprises. So we can see it as a change on internal structures,、uh, which is tilting towards those who are in critical need of medical services.、Mm. Uh, the old system had been running for over twenty years.、Okay. Obviously, it's out of date.、Mm-hmm. So under the old system. Those who need the medical services, such as the retired group, actually they don't have sufficient funds to support their medical treatment,、mm. especially because of the increasing of aging group of populations,、mm. right? So, however, for those young and healthy people, 
they barely uh, can use the money because they barely visit the uh, hospitals. Mm. So all the money just accumulated on their personal account right. and uh, would become idle money. All in all, the reform just uh, returned to the purpose that uh, the medical insurance will serve those who are in need. Mm. But at the same time, we know it's been argued that the authorities had to do this at this particular time simply because the fight over COVID-19 in the past three years cost too much and the public pool, the public insurance pool, cannot take the burden anymore. Is that the case? Well, it is really an interesting question. But if we look closely at uh, authorities' latest moves, uh, we would find out that the reform has been contemplated for quite a long time. Mm. The idea was first uh, brought up in a central government document in 2020 and uh, officially stipulated by the State Council in 2021. So the reform has uh, taken quite a long time after a series of planning and designing. So I wouldn't conclude it to the result of COVID impacts. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus figures in 2021 also shows that the national fund was around 1.2 trillion yuan or around 170 billion US dollars. And expenses is far below the figure, mm-hmm. which is only around 930 billion yuan. So apparently, the fund is not losing money, mm-hmm. not to mention facing bankruptcy or to be emptied. Let's mm. uh, turn to the uh, crux of this whole issue, since we've been talking a lot about the aging population, particularly retirees and uh, the elderly people. We know the Chinese society is aging and is aging fast, and we cannot expect this to become less of an issue in the future because there will be more elderly people in this country. So what's the prospect and what's in mind of the authorities to deal with that tougher scenario maybe in the future? Yeah, as you said, China is aging rapidly and the uh, country's population last year also experienced a first decline in six decades. Mm -hmm. So both factors are contributing to an imbalanced population structure in China, Mm -hmm. which is the elderly has accounted for the larger proportion of the population. So the issue would be tougher, as you said. So in response, authorities are promoting the development of pension industry, Mm -hmm. and the insurance industry will also participate in the development. The current medical reform is also a part of the efforts to tackle the aging issue. Also, according to my observation, more and more people around me are purchasing private endowment insurance. Mm. So that would uh, indicate that private insurance is playing a bigger role in the sector. And last April, the State Council uh, released a guideline to promote the establishment of a private pension scheme. In the same year, 36 pilot cities, including first-tier cities such as Beijing, Shanghai, and Shenzhen, have implemented the policies. And last year, the State Council also mentioned considering postponing the age of retirement. So just uh, just for the heads up, Sui, mm-hmm. for both you and me, we may retire at the age of 65 or even older. Right. <laughs> that's kind of a possible scenario. <laughs> yeah. So it's it, that's a very good point. I mean, this is a holistic approach to address the issue. It's not just only about medical insurance, but like you mentioned, pension system and also like private uh, insurance purchase before retirement. And let's look at other country. We know this issue is a very intricate medical insurance system. I was wondering, 
Is China the only country in the world facing this kind of challenges, in particular when it wants to make some changes? Mm, obviously, it is not.、Mm-hmm. It, you know, improving public service is one of、uh, government's primary goals. It, It's a problem comes to、uh, all the countries across the world. The medical insurance system is a crucial part of a country's public service,、mm. so everyone will、uh, eventually get sick or become old one day. So we need to rely on the medical insurance system to live on.、Mm. Um, obviously, it is a common problem. I would like to take the Affordable Care Act, for example, which is proposed by then U.S. President Obama in 2010.、Mm-hmm. The act is aiming to expanding affordable quality health insurance to almost twenty、uh, million more Americans.、Mm-hmm. However, due to rising financial burdens and political headwinds, the act was eventually overturned in 2017. And、uh, the NHS system in the UK、uh, is also facing challenges、mm-hmm. such as the aging society and rising financial burdens. So it's never an easy task to address such issues. So. It is a common problem for all the countries around the world. I think. Yeah, it's a very important topic around the world and a shared challenge for all countries. Thank you very much, Jiang Tao. Thank you. At the same time, authorities are expanding the range of medicines that can be covered by the public medical insurance system. For instance, Hainan Province has just added more than 100 types of medicines to their original catalog. Zhong Yuanhui, with the provincial healthcare authority, said the prices for these medicines will be lowered. There are 108 newly added medicines to our catalog, and their prices will be reduced by 60 percent. Services such as online platforms are also being launched to the public, so that patients don't have to shuffle between different locations to reimburse their medical expenses. Officials are hoping that people can finish the whole reimbursement process with a few swipes or taps on their phones. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Deep Dive. If you like what you have heard, please follow our show on your podcast platforms. You can also leave comments to tell us what you want to know about China and beyond. This episode is brought to you by me, Sui, and my colleagues Fei Fei and Zhang Zhang. Special thanks to CGTN Radio reporter Jiang Tao. I will see you in the next one.